Uh, it's the WMAY morning news feed. I want to, of course, get reaction from our guest, State Representative Mike Murphy, on that. But, Chris, uh, I think it's also important uh, that we start by getting reaction from uh, State Representative Mike Murphy about Mike Madigan and uh, the revelation overnight that uh, four people indicted in the ComEd bribery scheme. Uh, so, Representative, thanks for taking time with us this morning. Uh, Shirley, you've seen the news. Your thoughts? Yeah, I saw the saw the news last night, and um, I, I'm not surprised. I mean, we, we thought this was going to happen, you know, for the last several months uh, from the investigation when they was released uh Everybody who was involved. So I'm not surprised at all. I'm um, curious to see if uh, now that they have four indictments, if any of them would uh, be working for a deal to maybe possibly flip and uh, see if uh, they can actually get something on Speaker Madigan. Representative, uh, what does this mean for uh, moving forward with the special investigating committee? I know you're not on that, but there are Republican members on that that are going to be uh, talking about this very issue. What do you want to see happen with that? Uh, they've the, the Republicans have been calling for uh, subpoenas to have Madigan testify, let alone the four people who were charged yesterday to testify. Should they be subpoenaed? Without a doubt, they should be subpoenaed. Uh, this is ridiculous that we haven't uh, had this invest this commission uh, work for the last you know, I, I, I don't think they've worked much in the last what, four or five weeks and uh, they need to be working it's Greg it's no different than anything else uh, Republicans have been asking for the General Assembly to be meeting on several issues you you talked about unemployment earlier you, as you well know I've asked for for hearings with uh, IDES for several months now and we can't get it. We have this uh, investigation on the speaker. Uh, we can't even get them to meet. Uh, it, it's just so frustrating that the uh, Democrats refuse to call us back. And, and when I say Democrats, that's exactly where the, it lays at. The governor has the ability to call us back, and the speaker has the ability to call us back. We cannot force them to have session. We can ask for it. We can request it. But it's up to them. And I think it's shameful that we're not meeting. What can you do about it, uh, other than uh, just uh, complaining about it? Well, we, we can complain about it. We can work. We've got to get uh, more seats, and so we are, we're more relevant. Uh, you know, we, we only picked up one seat this time, but I say only one. Uh, most people had us uh, predicted to, to lose four or five, if not more. And um, we've we got to get uh, more seats in, in the House of Representatives and the Senate. And so we can have some control over what happens. This is very frustrating that uh, we have major issues, major issues to address, and we're sitting at home. State Representative Mike Murphy joining us. Uh, of course, you're a Republican, but why do you think that the Democrats haven't been more vocal or more haven't come out uh, calling for public hearings, calling for oversight of the Pritzker administration? Why hasn't the governor uh, said, you know what, I welcome transparency? Please hold public hearings. Well, I, I've, I've noticed a little crack in, in them not wanting to um, have some better transparency. As, as you all know, uh, four members of the Democrat House caucus uh, said that uh, it's time for uh, Speaker to step down. That brings it, I think, up to eight people. Uh, now, those four waffled a little bit and indicated they might be willing to give him two more years, but... Um, 
and then the other day in the Restore Illinois Commission, I was very uh, pleased to hear one of the Democrats on the commission uh, really complain about IDS and lack of transparency and uh, want them to come back in front of the, uh, that, that commission, even though that's a Zoom meeting, uh, and ask, answer some real questions, not just give us a PowerPoint of what's going on, but answer some real questions. And so I was, I was happy to see that. That actually was the first time that's happened. Representative, what does that say, though, about how uh, taxpayers are being represented in this? Uh, they're being impacted by it uh, with the, the increased spending because of the pandemic. Uh, they're being impacted by it by their jobs being limited because of the pandemic and the orders thereof. Um, what does all of this tell the taxpayers, the citizens of Illinois, with their kids having to do remote learning, with uh, you know their jobs on the line as a uh, restaurant uh, owner or even as a, a bartender or server. What does it tell them? Well, like I've used the word shameful and, uh, and embarrassing that we're not working. Um, it, they should be asking questions, and I, and I hope those directed to the, the Speaker's office and the Governor's office on why the General Assembly is not working. Because once again... Those are the two people that can call us back. We cannot, you know, our, our leader Durkin cannot say we're, we're coming back to session. It has to be the speaker or the governor. And I would hope that the people would, would ask those people the question. You know, coming, you know, I get complaints all the time in my office, and it's very frustrating to come say, yes, I want to go to work, but uh, I can't. You know, I mean, I go down to the Stratton office building, and that because that's where my district office is, I go to work. But uh, I'm talking about the entire General Assembly meeting and us getting some substantive, you know, issues addressed. Since you've been so vocal on the IDES issue, what have you found uh, to be the reason for the backlog, to be the reason for the fraud? Uh, what, what, what kind of things have been told to lawmakers in that closed-door working group of the uh, uh, Restore Illinois Collaborative Commission? Well... Not a whole lot has been told to us because we've only had one meeting with IDES. And as you well remember, that was mainly a 45-minute PowerPoint. And we gave questions ahead of time. They, they answered them in writing. They, very few questions were answered that day. And so that's, that was frustrating. I have learned, you know, they've been authorized to have, hire 300 people, and they've only hired 30 so far. 30 people in, in eight months of a major pandemic. That, that's that's unacceptable. Uh, you know, as uh, Senator McClure mentioned the other day in an interview, this is, these are the people who are uh, tasked to find people jobs, and they can't even hire more than 30 people when they have authorization to have 300. They have to answer that question. Uh, another question I have is, why are all these fraudulent claims happening? How much time are we wasting on fraudulent claims when we had protocols in place that would nip most of those in the bud? But uh, for some reason, we're not following protocols on a, on a claim because these <clears throat> fraudulent claims are being paid even though the employer haven't had the opportunity to uh, protest. Uh, that, that's simple. That's ABC of unemployment claims. Uh, person files it. Notice goes to the employer. They have an opportunity to challenge that. And if they do... Uh, the person doesn't and, and succeed. The person doesn't get unemployment claims. That process is not happening at all. The employer, in some cases, don't get notified until well after the, the payments have been made. And even then, once they challenge them, they still get paid. 
And then once they find out it's fraudulent, they go back to the the person whose uh, identity was stolen and try to collect from them. It's just asinine what's going on with IDES right now. And there's a lot of uh, debt as well as being generated. Billions of dollars have been borrowed from the feds. They're going to be looking to uh, pay that back somehow, and businesses worried that that's going to be uh, coming out of their pocket. We're talking with State Representative Mike Murphy, Chris Murphy in the newsroom with a question. And, and Mike, I was going to get back to that, that fraud, so to speak, because a lot of people that are victims of that aren't going to find out about that until they file their taxes, and then there's going to be a dispute there. Is there anything that the Illinois Department of Revenue is doing to gear up for this to help people out that that might find out that that, uh, you know, a letter coming back that they got 7000 more in income than they claimed? And it's because of this fraud. Yeah, I've asked that question. I've been told that they will not be have to pay that. However, I'm not confident that the systems are in place to make sure that happens. Uh, just like I was told that uh, the people don't have to pay it back, but they get they continue to get letters from uh, IDES saying they uh, you know in one case a, a teacher in uh, in the area has sixteen thousand dollars that was stolen uh, using her identity and she still gets letters asking for payment and so they tell me that they don't have to pay it and they won't be charged against their their taxes but I'm not confident that we have the systems in place to ensure that happens. Sure, or their credit, or anything like that, too. You know. Yeah, exactly. We we met, when they call our office with this, we we tell them to make sure that if they don't have a, a credit monitoring uh, in place, to make sure that they go and check. Most of them have. Fortunately, uh, knock on wood, I'm knocking on my head here. Knock on wood, uh, none none of them have said that their credit has been uh, compromised so far. State Representative Mike Murphy, um, earlier this week, uh, a couple of representatives, um, some of your colleagues, Dan Calkins, Dave Severin, Avery Bourne, uh, they said that there should be legislation to uh, essentially say after 30 days of an executive order, uh, the governor needs to come back for legislative action. you support that? Yes, I do. I I understand the need for uh, to allow the governor to have emergency powers for a short period of time. And, you know, in the past, we've always thought about, you know, uh, tornadoes and floods and, you know, other disasters. Uh, this this eight-month-long uh, worldwide pandemic was something that I don't think the executive order was designed uh, for. I, I don't know. I think it was passed, you know, several years ago so i don't know the yeah, many, many of the iterations of it i think like in the 20s and then it was updated in the yeah, 50s right, and then it was right. updated in the 70s I, and yeah I, I think we're working on the 70s or 80s version now but still i don't think they were envisioning that we would have one branch of government uh run the the state for now over three quarters of a year one last question from chris murphy in the newsroom and mike a restaurant you're synonymous with charlie parker's is shut down right now because of the pandemic you know what are your thoughts on that well, you know, in regards to, to Charlie Parker's, I, you know, obviously, you know, I, I have no ownership or nothing to do with Charlie Parker's anymore. I'm close to Bill. Obviously, he was my assistant manager. Uh, I'm not going to comment on why he did what he did because I don't I'm not privy to his financial situation or anything like that. You know, Bill's a good guy. And and if he did that, he, he probably had good reasons to do that. I'm, I don't know. You know uh, what those are. Um, I was very disappointed to see that it, it got to the point where it did. Uh, I hope that uh, he's able to work something out with Sangamon County and get back open. I've, I've talked to him briefly about a uh, some ideas on a, uh, some creative revenue streams that he could do once he gets back open. Because uh, I, I do know this for a fact that carry out 
and curbside for a, a breakfast location uh, will not sustain him to be able to uh, pay the bills. Representative Mike Murphy, that's all the time we've got. We'll talk again soon, all right? 